Greetings and salutations, Audley Stevenson here, and I wanted to take an opportunity to congratulate the Good Rookies podcast team on their 50th episode. Uh, shout out to Nelly, Fahim, and Jomo, who works tirelessly behind the scenes. Thank you guys for all that you do for the culture as a past guest. I am also a current fan. I love your work. Keep it up, keep it moving, and congrats once again. Oh my gosh, y'all. So as you know, this is our 50th anniversary and we got our homegirl Chantel Morris in the building. Chantel! Yes, Chantel. Hey, That's right. Glad Chantel. to be back. Yes, girl. Yes, girl. Glad but you know what? We are so excited because we have some hot topics for you specifically because you are an expert in many things. But as you saw, the NFL, okay, they are now trying to divide the locker room here, my girl. You saw the memo that came out that essentially what they said, and not in latent turns, they said pretty much if an outbreak happens on a team, they're going to blame the unvaccinated players. And not only that, they're going to have steeper penalties for those that are vaccinated that are unvaccinated. Chantel, mm -hmm. why is the NFL doing this? And your thoughts on how, what, what, like how this can happen or how this can affect player, um, you know, like, like, uh, like, I guess, player um, relationships in the locker room. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually a very dangerous game that they're playing, um, to be honest, because bringing that type of divide can break down a team's morale, the way they operate on the field, because they're not getting along well in the, in the locker room. And um, I think that the NFL is in its own way trying to put pressure, apply the pressure for them to get vaccinated because that they think that that will be the solution. I think they're afraid that there's going to be a lot of people probably getting sick because of, you know, there's a new Colombian um, variant that's out, the Peruvian variant that's out, Delta that's out, like, <laughs> we're starting to see more variants pop up and we're starting to see a rise in numbers. Florida today, I think, had like 16,000 cases. So I think it's causing a lot of fear and pressure from above for them to be a lot more stringent, but it's dangerous because vaccinated players can still also get COVID and pass it along to unvaccinated players. So it, I, I don't see how this is going to play out or how this is going to work. Even the camp schedule is crazy with them not touching this player for this many days and whatever. Like all of it just sounds a bit much to me. I think they should just have standardized protocol for all players. Awesome. I, I agree with you, hundred percent. Fahim, your thoughts on this? Uh, unvaxxed players are 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 a reason why people are getting COVID. <laughs> it's like um, an outbreak. I think a lot of this has to do. I think things like this hurt the credibility of what they're trying to do. I'm not sure what the agenda is, but um, when you have the NFL blatantly separating um, players, it makes me think of um, at the at uh, Pearson where they they did the experiment. Uh, people came off the plane and they said, okay, we'll have, I guess, a checkout for unvaccinated and a checkout for vaccinated. And then, I don't know, 48 hours later, they said, okay, they scrapped the idea. That's not working. And they're no longer going to proceed with that. I just think if you're going to make a mandate, um, you should have something behind it and stick to it. I understand situations have to be fluid, but um, it, it, there's the narrative that because someone's not vaccinated, that they're more highly contagious. Um, I'm j I don't get it. I'm, I'm really confused. And I, I, I understand what you're saying, Chantel, in regards to uh, players and division and locker room. And imagine if, you know, imagine if a team does have some form of outbreak. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like you had uh, Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, you know, guys on the same team, caught COVID, and it turns into the blame game. I don't know what the NFL is doing. I know they actually want a, an out in case this season does not uh, go as, as expected in regards to lower cases. Mm -hmm. At least they could say, hey, you know what? They have, they have someone they can blame. Yeah. blame game. Listen, yeah. Fahim, you're right. And as we saw, there was a vaccinated coach uh, that got vaccine. 
he was positive. And then uh, on the flip side, assistant coach for the Vikings was let go because he didn't want to get vaccinated. NFL, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? So let's just pray for these NFL players. Hopefully the NFL does get it right. And if not, NFL, Fahima and Chantel, give y'all some good pointers, y'all. And I'm going to work for y'all. So <laughs> I hope y'all get I hope y'all figure it Try out. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Now the next topic we got, Fahim, um, can you kind of kind of land your plane here on, on like our next topic for Chantel? So the Tokyo Olympics, uh, Simone Biles, um, the GOAT, of uh, gymnastics? Yes. Self-proclaimed? Yeah. yeah. No, not self. She is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she is. She is. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so she had, she underperformed at the Olympics um, and withdrew from her team and personal all round. And uh, she was uh, stating just situations of mental health. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, so should I tell you what first, my dear? So as, as you know, I've been posting a lot about this because mental health, like I, I work in healthcare and I see the types of people that come into the ER. I see type, types of people that are just on the property who escape from like inpatient wards and things like that. And it, mental health ranges between something as simple as you know, just mild depression to bipolar, schizophrenic, all those things. Regardless of the degree of mental health issues that you have, self-care is paramount. And I actually applaud her for taking the step back. There have been so many other Olympians, sports players who have pushed themselves too far because they're in sports that require a lot of mental fortitude. And if you are not certain, you can have the worst injury possible, basically career changing, mm -hmm. career ending injuries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure that you are at the top of your game. And the fact that she was already under, underperforming tells me that she knew something was up. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think that it is not even just brave of her, but smart of her to do that because now she can take the proper rest that she needs and come back stronger and that's what you want you want an athlete that can perform you you she's under so much pressure there's so many things going on between the sexual assaults and and all of these um different things covid we've got to remember that racism we the only ones that went through covid mm. athletes did too right so yeah. let me ask you this Chantel. um so, okay, if Simone Biles did not underperform, say she was like perfect tens and doing uh, what she's hoped and expected to do, um, then I don't think that we would be speaking on her mental health issues. I think she'd be in a happier place. So I'm wondering if the fact that she's having this, uh, this bout of mental health after she's already underperformed, um, it would seem that her mental health issue she's having isn't a result of her not like underperforming. And if you have underperformed, like goats underperform, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, I do think you should own it um, I'm not trying to say she's using um, her, her losing as an excuse, mm -hmm. but I think if you're going to only make your, your case of why you don't want to perform on like your mental mind state, I think you should also kind of own the situation of you not getting the job done. Nelly so so I'm going to answer that for you because the, right. the pressure isn't just her performance. Simone okay. Biles had routines that were harder than the men's. She's doing things for him that no one has done that's human on earth. Do you understand? She I understand. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm going to finish. Let, let me finish my, let me, let me finish my favorite say, words, okay? No, no, no. to do it. Go ahead. Hold up, hold up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bro, go ahead. about go ahead. that. Go ahead. The, the problem is that the Olympic Committee, <laughs> they said that we're not, 
they said that we're not going to give you the, the additional points that you should be getting because it's not fair. Mm-hmm. What's not fair? I'm, I'm sure. No, I'm sure. The, no. The judges told her <laughs> that mm-hmm. it's not fair doing all these hard things, so we're not yeah. going to give you the extra points for that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, but, uh, but, wait, 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 wait. So again, is that if Simone was a white but, woman? Finish. Go ahead. Right. If she was a white woman, would they react that way? Feel me? Because at the end of the day, someone is doing stuff that no one has done on earth. And for, for her to not get the points that she should be getting because of her difficulty and them saying it's not fair, you're too good, so we're not going to give you the points for that, that to me is crazy. On top of that, the pressure, on top of that, she, she did kill it at the USA qualifying. She murdered it. So don't say okay. so, so. So saying that she didn't do well for what? No, guys. If you know Simone Biles, and again, people that don't watch her, was, I think is inaccurate because she has been doing well for over what, seven, eight years now. And keep in mind, the Olympics is one year late. So she, she prepared for last year. That one year late, she was saying is that it changed her um, prep, right? Remember, you prep leading up your body to the Olympics. It gets canceled. So you got to prep again. Like, ex- so you got to stop prep again and get back into that regime of your body for it again under what like a year it's people understand that this delay has really affected a lot of athletes not just Simone on top of that Michael Phelps even said that he was depressed more a lot during the Olympics and he he just said I wish I had a brave enough like Simone to come out and he was winning <laughs> he, mm. he's been winning so at the end of the day it's not about her performance I think I think a lot of people if you, I've had I've, I've dealt with depression with depression before anxiety as well and if you don't understand those things is the result so like yes you might see her numbers go down but if your, ment- if your mental health is not there that's the result of your performance right so it's not the other way around okay. you know what i'm saying don't, so like i'm not gonna say because she didn't do well no. you know what i mean that's why it's no mental health can cause that okay you know what i mean and and, and we can't and so, we can't tell her that oh because you're not doing well is why you quit no i don't think that's the case i think she really is having a problem all right so uh let me unpack these two things first you're mentioning about uh olympic qualifying that's great but in, in all sports, there's like the regular season and there's the playoffs, right? Um, U.S. qualifying, that's the regular season. The playoffs is the Olympics. And in the playoffs, such as the Olympics, mm-hmm. she underperformed. Okay. Her, um, now, you're also mentioning about she's doing like tougher things uh, that no, no one else can do. I'm not like, I don't know enough about gymnastics. I believe you, right? But she's not because she's black she's not made to do that i think she like i didn't say that i'm saying that i know i know you didn't say that go ahead yeah but i'm saying but for them first first of all the rule isn't what they did they changed the rule because they're like you're you're doing two hard things and we're not gonna award you for that for him it's like saying hold up it's like saying it's like saying hey uh for example in basketball it's like saying dame if you shoot from the half court it's not fair because no one's doing that so if you do it it's two points you know what i'm saying it's like why should they be penalized for excelling right you know what i mean it's like you're it doesn't make sense to penalize someone that's doing an amazing thing and making it difficult there's no logic behind that so what i'm trying to say is that what i'm trying to say though is that for us to sit here and think that she's only doing it because she didn't perform that to me is us judging i don't know why she did it all we know is that she said from what her mouth she said the pressure that i'm i'm going through at this time is too much and i can't continue this that's what that's what she said i understand but hold on hold on hold on the pressure yeah the pressure the pressure. No, hold on. But the pressure she has came out after she underperformed, meaning she did her, she did her routine. You don't know that, Fahim. You don't know that. No, you're assuming. You're assuming that, bro. Do, hold on. I've never heard Simone Biles and mental health before she, she failed no, at the Olympics. Has anyone else heard that? I have because she was sexually assaulted by her doctor. Yes, Fahim. This is not, again, if you don't follow someone, you're shocked. I'm not shocked. When I saw this, guys, I didn't even blink. 
I did not blink because okay. if you know her story, her being assaulted by her doctor for years, come on now. And then, like, again, also Simone has, has been um, harassed by many people that, 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 aren't, that aren't black. Like, she's been going through a lot. So for me, as a fan, I follow her closely. I was not shocked. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, okay. Simone, that you're going through this. I hope you get the help. And guess what? You've won the Olympic goals. You are the GOAT. Like, what else is to prove, right? Take care of your mental health and relax. But my thing is that a lot of people that are casual fans that don't watch gymnastics are judging her. And I don't like that. Like, to me, do your research okay. and then comment. Because for me, if you know Simone's story, like, this, this, this happening, you would not be surprised. I was not surprised by this. I'll hold, I'll hold that. I don't follow gymnastics at all. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just simply speaking on just of she's the GOAT and she did not have a GOAT-like performance. And then I'm hearing about mental health. So I'm just unpacking what I'm hearing. Yeah, you that's the media. You a lot more than me. That's so the media. No, for that's, sure. That's fine. And, I do want to say, though, because yeah. I may come off like I'm being negative. I'm just stating what I'm, what I'm hearing. What I do no, want to make sure, mm. what I do want to make sure is, is um, I do hope that she gets, like, she gets the help. And I, I don't yes. doubt she will get the help she yeah. needs. And um, I'm going to ask you, how, roughly, how old is she? Uh, Ballpark. I'm trying to remember her age. So, so here's my question, I guess. I think um, does she have another? Does she, does she have another Olympics in her? Does she have another Olympics in her? You of think? Of course, you'll do the girl yeah. in her. I'm, I'm hoping between. Yeah. I'm hoping between now and the next Olympics, she gets what she needs so she can perform at the level that she's been known to do, in the next. Yeah. So Simone was born in '97. Olympics. What's funny is that there's another okay. Olympian. What's her name? There's another Olympian. It's her sixth Olympics, <laughs> and she's like in her what fifties or forties. And my girl is still doing <laughs> it up. Yeah. Listen, right. gymnasts okay. have okay. a longevity. Yeah. It's, 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 honestly, it's just injury. Like I think Dominic Dawes had like what four Olympics or three. Like she was doing Olympics in, in like mm. her late twenties, thirties. So she has okay. time. Okay. It's not the end for her. I'm really happy for the the winner. Uh, the first Asian uh descent. Uh, to yes. win, uh, the all-round event and she's also American so to me it's just like poetic like Simone yes didn't perform but a USA person did win and she's from Asian a person of color so it's just mm -hmm. great to see that there's other people that can take over if Simone ain't there it's okay because we got another beautiful Asian girl winning it all so it's all good <laughs> you know what I mean you can't you can't it's poetic it's poetic for me you know what I'm saying so Chantel anything else um I just want to congratulate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 50. Ooh. You guys have been doing an amazing job. I listen to your podcast while I'm at work. And um, I just, like, other people have walked by and they're like, what are you listening to? And I try to plug you guys, you know, to <laughs> them and stuff. But I, I really appreciate what you guys have done for the culture. I appreciate that you guys have br brought, like, fresh news each week some stuff that i didn't even know and i'm like oh i'm gonna get all the news once i listen to the podcast <laughs> and and the other guests that you've had on have been amazing too so i just want to shout you guys out woot, woot. thank you thank Episode you 50 nice keep doing, it. keep doing it for the culture we appreciate you thank, thank you, you. Love you guys. we love you girl 50 <laughs> right <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Giancarlo Lino as a guest on episode 28 of the Good Rookies podcast. I just want to congratulate Nelly and Fahim on this milestone here. 50 episodes in 50 straight weeks. Congratulations to you both. And I'm looking forward to see what you have next. Take care. All right. So let's throw this into our, let's say our, our pod brother. Ooh. Like we are very much in, in, from the same cut, from the same cloth, same podcast family. Uh, he's from the Big O podcast. If you haven't taken them in, I do recommend you do. We got Julian Ortiz on the podcast today with us. Julian, Julian, Julian. Julian. That's right. <laughs> I got the stamp of approval, which means, you know, I must be doing something right because, you know, 50 episodes is not something to laugh at. Most podcasts don't get to that stage. So congratulations, Nelly J, Fahim, and the man behind the curtain, Jomo, for Ooh. putting together such an amazing product and listening and viewing experience for all of us who take it in. I am a fan before I am a, a guest. So thank you very much for having me. It is a pleasure to be here and uh, let's kick it off. Nice. Ooh. Great having you here. So um, in having you, we, I specifically said, you know what, I want to get a topic in the wheelhouse of someone who can actually add some value to our discussion. And that's why we called you up. Cleveland Indians 
formal, actually the team formerly known as the Cleveland Indians going forward next year will be called the Cleveland Guardians. Your thoughts? Oh, lot, lots of thoughts. Num number one, um, you know, I, I understand the name and I guess, you know, it's better than some of the other names that Cleveland has had in the past. And if you do a little bit of research into the Cleveland baseball team, uh, which I know Nellie J is going to love that team name right there. Um, you know, they've, they've had some interesting names for interesting reasons. Um, I thought out of the gate, one of the first names that came to mind with Cleveland Spiders, which is a throwback to what they were once when they were had, you know, Ty Cobb at the height of their success. It was an easy name to go back to. They chose Guardians based on the statues that surround their current stadium. They are the Guardians of Ohio. It makes a lot of sense on paper. However, my biggest beef with the Cleveland baseball team is that you've changed your name from what is widely regarded as one of the most racial team names in all of sports across the globe, and which means you can't really mess this up when you come up with a new team. However, in choosing the Cleveland Guardians, the creator of those statues actually doesn't have one of the greatest records when it comes to Native Americans in America. And therefore, it makes me question, did you rush to choose a team name? Or did you not have someone like an intern do a little bit more better research and understanding that it's probably going to be looked at under a fine tooth comb when you make that team name switch? Um, but it's just Cleveland being Cleveland, whether it's the Browns, whether it's the Cavs, whether it's now the you know Cleveland Guardians. It's going to be looked at under a microscope, and I don't know if it's – it's obviously not as bad as Indians, but Cleveland Guardians, that's cool. Maybe they'll make a Disney movie about you guys one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this just showed me that sport teams have really bad marketing teams. That's, that's, that's what I realized. No, like terrible marketing teams. Um, I like the Kraken name. That's good, you know. Um, that name is interesting. It's dangerous. It's edgy, right? Um, the Knights, the Vegas Knights, okay, cool. I, I can do the Knights. The Guardians, Washington football team, like what's happening? Like people should get fired, absolutely get fired. Um, the, t the name is not good. It's a terrible name. However, I'm happy that it's not the Indians because that name has been racist. It's been ignorant. Um, and it's just like, what? Now you know it's bad? Took you mm. how many? It, it just, anyways. Anyways, I'm just happy that the name has changed, but it's just terrible marketing. Terrible. <laughs> what's your logo? So, Julian, what's your I logo? Didn't know. Like, I don't, what's, the, what's the, uh, like, what's the logo? What's the, because Gardens can be I've, anything. I've, I've, I've seen, well, I've seen a logo. It had um, a baseball with two G's on both sides of the baseball and like a streak coming out the back. Um, terrible. So <laughs> <laughs> you, yo, my seven year old nephew can do a better job than that. Go, sorry for him. Go ahead. No, okay. Just <laughs> so I didn't know this. Uh, what you mentioned, Julian, in regards to the the history behind the Guardians, and uh, you're right. Especially the situation, the, the climate we're in right now. Like we heard, even with with Ryerson and uh, uh, that Dundas Square, we, even Dundas that, that Square. That like we are in a very cancel culture, very sensitive uh, climate uh, for them. I didn't research this. You researched this. So if you research this, I'm pretty sure there's, it's, it's, not, it's not hard to find. You know what I'm saying? Um, this could come back and bite them, possibly. Um, my thing in regards to the name change, though, is people don't like it. I happen to like it. I'm cool. I'm cool with the, with the name. I'm cool with Guardians. Just because I, I do remember the Pelicans um, when the New Orleans uh, changed from the Hornets to Pelicans. A lot of people, university, were clowning. Oh, how can you have a Pelican, that bird? Uh, it's, there's nothing. Like, it, it was not received well publicly. And now when we say the Pelicans, it's grown on us. I feel the same thing with the Thunder. I hated the name the Thunder. I thought it was a ridiculous name for Oklahoma City. Um, I don't mind the name Thunder. But, but for him, okay. like, 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 like <laughs> the Guardians reminds me of like the Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think there's one, I think as a Marvel fan that just like the Guardian name, I'm telling you, just call them the Avengers. Like too many, like, these cartoon names for, for, for these teams, I'm not a fan, right. but sorry, but, no, go ahead for you, my bad. No, no, no. <laughs> so if I could just jump into Nellie J's point, which is I was going to put in sort of like a rebuttal, <laughs> but it's interesting you say that because currently the Cleveland Guardians don't own the trademark for their team name. 
So this could spark some challenges going into next year because there is actually a roller derby team in Cleveland that is known as the Cleveland Guardians. Oh. Before, before we even got to this Fire part, them. Fire marketing team. <laughs> the, the Cleveland team had to actually reach out to Marvel over the property because the at Guardians is owned by Marvel for Guardians yes. of the Galaxy. There Ex are a few... There are a few things that when it comes to, you know, their Instagram handles or Twitter handles that are going to be complicated because they don't have the trademarks for it. And in 2021, like that should be the first thing that you start securing <laughs> before you end up on a name. And to the logo's point, that logo has been used for multiple minor affiliates before. It is not a new logo. It is not something created for Cleveland it is something that they basically borrowed and was like, hmm, well, this is going to fit our narrative. It seems lazy. It seems rushed. It just seems very Cleveland. That's all. <laughs> you know what? This, again, like I said, my topic sentence was fire marketing team. Legit. Mm -hmm. like, like, how can you pick a name and not look up trademarks? Don't look up, not Google search. Like, come on. This is like, No. It must be a child. There's no way an, a grown marketing executive picked this name. This is embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. Last word on Awea, Julian. <laughs> you know, this is, again, when, when we talk about some teams and, and the laziness, you know, Cleveland came up with the Cleveland Spiders because their players were tall and had lanky legs and arms and limbs. So, again, when you have that sort of history as to why you're choosing your sports names, Cleveland Guardians isn't something that is really going to be like, oh, well, you know, we rushed that too because we've rushed our entire history as a team. They got it wrong yet again. And for once, I, I think you could ever say the Washington football team doesn't seem so bad in comparison. They're at least taking their time. But <laughs> yes. now the pressure is on them. They're on the clock. Yes. Come up with a better name. Uh, the last thing before I go, go out again, 100%, 50 episodes, amazing. Nelly J, Fahim. The man behind the curtain, Jomo, you guys are doing a great job. Much future success. Continue on with the great conversations, topics. Um, we all love it as fans. We love it as guests. Every Tuesday, check it out on whatever, wherever you get your podcast. And last thing, the LA sports franchise in any of the markets, we're coming home with at least two championships in 2021 or 2022, whether it's the Dodgers, Lakers, Sparks, Kings, and I'm probably missing another one that's super important. Clippers. The Clippers, though, they don't count. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, they're, they're not an L.A. team, but uh, look out, L.A. sports, uh, doing big things. Thank you for having me, uh, Nelly J and Fahim. Uh, blessed. Continue the great success. Nice. Julian, we love you. Julian brother. Stradamus. Family. <laughs> Julian Stradamus. Your fam. You're a podcast fam. You're the same podcast mother that birthed us all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Fahim and Ali J. Prem Williams here. Good Rookies guest episode nine. Wishing you a very happy 50th. All right. So we have Debo Ooh, in the building. Debo. Debo. Thank you for having me. Debo. Uh, <laughs> I want to give a quick plug of his podcast, Two Jerks in the Pod. One, second one, Baller's Block. The block Beautiful. is Beautiful. I don't have to do with it. <laughs> the block is hot. Devo's, Devo's a day one, day one. Uh, the three of us, actually, we go back tw ten, close to 10 years, would you say? Yeah. Oh, my close gosh. Yeah. Close, close, close to 10, 10, 10 years. It's, so. it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been going a minute. back 10 years. That's Yo, a great segue into listen, the topic. Don't show our age, Fahim. Come on now. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we go back 10 years, and I think it's, it's as Debo was saying, it's kind of fitting. Uh, draft night's tonight, and Debo's done a little bit of research in regards to some players who have not been drafted in the top 10 lottery picks and see how these guys are projected to see who's going to be maybe the next star. Like, for instance, Giannis. Giannis was a, he was not a top 10 pick. He was 15. 15. Okay, so Giannis was 15. And here we are eight years later. And he, it's, he's one of the people that we could say could be his, he's got a ring. And he put a ring on it. His league in the future. Right. <laughs> so, Debo, you did some research in regards to some players who might. 
first and foremost, this topic has come about because Fahim called Giannis, called his greatness from day one. He did. So we're talking about going back 10 years. Fahim came up to me at work and he was like, yo, there's this guy named Giannis. He's going to be the guy. I'm telling you right now, watch out for this guy named Giannis. He's going to be the guy. He got a little Magic Johnson in him. He got a little bit of this and that. Watch out for this guy named Giannis Antetokounmpo. Give him some time. He's going to be that dude. Lo and behold, he's that dude. Yeah. Um, got to give Fahim his flowers for that. He called it from day one. Appreciate that. Appreciate Yeah. Giannis saw him uh, first time. It would have been like maybe the first month of the, the, the league. And yeah, something about him caught my eyes. Like, yo, there's something about him. So I do remember. He fell in uh, love, y'all. He fell in love. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I do remember because Debo. Just like Lamelo Ball. The man loved them too, boy. Anyway, sorry. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Lamelo Ball, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, they love boys. So it's certain place for him just love them all. Yeah, bro. no, I see, I see, see Giannis. <laughs> and when I seen him, I was like, I remember because Debo, we talk about all the time. I was like, yo, I actually, I could not pronounce his name proper, last name properly, tell you the truth. You said Antetokounmpo. Yeah, yeah, that last year was just, I think I might have called him the Greek kid. That's what I might have said to you. Though, watch out for this Greek kid, right? But, um, and yeah, that was the start of the season. He went to, uh, he at the at rookie season at the All Star break, he was in the skills competition. And that's when I was like, okay, like that's when he kind of was on people's radar of his ability. So it's nice to see going forward. So, yeah, it's very, it's fitting that we're actually going to be talking about guys now who in the future, we think could be that guy. I mean, the league's always had Magic and Bird, you know, uh, LeBron and KD, you know, like there's always a, a pairing. Fair to say Giannis might be there. Who's there with Giannis? Debo, with the research you got, hit us. All right. So um, me and Fahim were talking about this last night. Yeah. And we came up with a player. But to be fair, I think this player is already quite accomplished. And I think me and you came up with the same person. We didn't discuss who it was at the we time. We didn't say who it was, but it, was, it wasn't said, but it was understood. Joker. I'm pretty sure that's who you right. had in mind. Right, All right, right, there right, it right. Is. So he's already well accomplished. So I think it's unfair to have him as, a, as, as, as one of those guys. So I did a little bit of digging around. I got five guys. Nice. Okay. okay. I got five guys. First, Terrence Mann. Whoa. I'll let you finish the list. Finish the list first. Before Terrence I Mann. Yeah. Now, given what he did in the playoffs this year, I think that's going to be a big uh, confidence boost going into next season. So I expect him, maybe not to be on the level of a Giannis, but I expect him to uh, be a decent player okay. going forward. And he was a 48th pick. So to be a 48th pick and become a decent player, I see some, some, some bright things in his future. Good call. Another one, Gary Trent Jr., 37 oh. pick. Wow. This, this, this past season, again, not necessarily uh, Giannis level, but uh, big teams. And um, most of these guys that I have on the list might not get to Giannis level, but again, Giannis level, that's crazy coming from where he came. They might not get there, but I see big things in their future. Gary Trent Jr., the short time he spent on the Raptors, he had a big impact. So if he can carry that over to the, to the next season, I think he can be a guy. Next up, Karis LeVert. He already has a 50-point game in him, so you know that he can put the ball in the hoop. So given the chance to have a full, healthy season in Indiana, I expect big things from him as well. This one is my real dark horse here. It's a guy that I've seen on a lot of the mixtape videos and ball is life stuff. And he's a little bit of a head case, but given the opportunity, just like Karis LeVert, he has a 50 and 11 game in him. Kevin Porter Jr. Oh, he got sent to the D League and came back up, right? Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. On Houston, he started to go off a little bit, had a 50.11 assist game. So given the opportunity to, to let his game flourish in the league, I expect big things from him as well. Last, oh, I didn't give up the, Karis LeVert was 20th pick in 2016, Kevin Porter 30th in 2019. Okay, um, and who's your last one? Mm -hmm. John Collins, Atlanta, 19th pick 2017. 
2017. Okay, yeah. so you're saying that these five players are going to do what? They're going to win a championship? They're going to be top, an all-star? Like, like, what are you saying about these players? Well, again, they're not necessarily going to be a, a Giannis-level player, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to be really good players. I think John Collins will be an all-star in the, in the not-too-distant future. So I'm hoping all five of these guys listed, you see all-stars in their future. Well, maybe not all of them. But the, I'll give you the guys that I think could be all-stars. Terrence LeVert okay. and John Collins, I think could be all-stars. Kevin Porter, dark horse. Very dark horse. I, I, that's very dark horse. Um, Fair. And LEJ? Yeah, so your list, I think, you, you, I think there's players there that have done pretty decent thus far. Um, they did get drafted later, later in the draft. Um, but um, will they be all-stars, all of them? Probably not. I like Kares Levert. I like him. He's a good role player. I don't think he's an all star, to be honest. Um, I think for him to be an all star, he'd have to get like he has to be a top one or two guy in his team, and he has to get the chance to like ball out. And I don't know what team is going to give him that opportunity yet. Kares Levert to be like, pardon me. No, I'm saying yeah, Indiana, Indiana. but like yeah, but what I'm saying though is that like. The last time they had a really good player was PG. Well, Sabonis is there, right? So that's Sabonis' team. You know what I mean? I I, I just can't see Karis. Like, the votes for that all-star will go to Sabonis. It's not going to go to Karis LeVert. You know what I mean? Like, like I I just don't see Karis LeVert being a top guy. Luckily for Canada, we got DeRozan and Kyle Lowry because we're Canadians and we have a lot of people who can vote. But I think being in the States, like, if Karis gets to Toronto, he has a chance. (laughs) But him being in Indiana, being in the States, an American team, I can't see him being voted, especially now how competitive each division is. I can't see him making it to the All-Star yet, right? Westbrook is now gone to, to the West, hopefully, as, as we've seen today. But that spot won't go to him. It'll go to someone else. So hence why I'm just saying, like, I, those guys, I mean, hey, if it happens, we will we'll say, hey, Debo called it <laughs> for mm-hmm. sure. But those guys, I will say, they, they have done very well or very well for where they got drafted. I just don't know if I see All-Star in them today. Fahim, your thoughts on his list? I'm just kind of going through mentally on some of these players. I'm, you're right. I'm not seeing, uh, like, I'm not seeing an all NBA team in any of those guys. I may be wrong. Um, if I were to choose, I, I get the Kevin Porter Jr. as a dark horse. I do remember he kind of had a, he's kind of the tag of being a head case. Like, That's there's some. I said, I said it. He, he's a, he is a head case. That's why he got, a, got the Buddha on Cleveland. Right, out of Cleveland, and then when he went to the uh, D-League, he was killing the D-League, and then he got called up, and he maintained that level and, and uh, playing in Houston, right? Um, I still don't know if I see an all-star in him. Uh, John Collins of making an all-star, well, yeah, and maybe you might be right because he's playing with, with uh, Trey Young. And if, if Atlanta can maintain being uh, maybe one, two, three seed, um, who knows, Atlanta might get more than just Trey Young and the All-Star, and him playing with, I think he would be their second best player in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's a possibility, John guys, Collins, but for guys, all those guys, East, I'm still guys, not really seeing, seeing a lot. Yeah, and guys, the East has Kyrie, Harden, and Kevin Durant. That's three All-Star spots gone. Gone. <laughs> in the East. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, and one last thing in regards to Terrence, Terrence Mann broke out. I was not even, he wasn't even on my radar. He's a name I'd he seen. He's on nobody's radar. Right. The only reason and, why I knew he existed was NBA 2K. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, let's see if he can maintain, uh, maintain what he did. I'm not doubting against it, but um, I, haven't, I haven't seen, it's a small, such a small sample, and he came from out of nowhere. Yep. Almost he's the like, Tyler Hero of, of this year. <laughs> Listen, Tyler Hero he, was big last playoff, and this Playoff Saturday night, right? Yeah, this playoff he came off. It felt very Lin Sanity like, you know. (laughs) I never heard this guy, and then boom, he's doing like Kawhi stuff. So anyway, we'll see. Uh, Debo, enough respect to you, my friend. Debo, thank you for you know. I like to consider myself an OG friend of the pod. Oh, most deaf. You're Absolutely. like foundation. The original, yeah. original, original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a triple OG, my friend. Don't worry about that. So anytime um, I'm invited, it's always a pleasure. Love uh, talking sports with you guys. 
appreciate it. And um, your milestone, 50th episode, I'm glad you guys invited me on. Um, and I hope to see another 50. I'm sure it'll happen because you guys work your asses off to get it done. So I'm sure it will happen. And I'm looking forward to be on the 100th episode. Ooh. Nice. Well, hey, if, if, Terrence, if Terrence Ross can drop 50, we should be good for another 50. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Fahim. No, no, no. Yo, yo, Fahim had to bring up Terrence Ross. Hello, Fahim. Hey, listen, Cody Brewer dropped the fifty burger. Oh my gosh, y'all! The, the Terrence Ross, oh, yeah, the, the hate that came up with Terrence Ross, a different level, y'all. All right, it's it's it's, it's Jomo, man. It's a thing. It's a thing. Hmm. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Debo. We appreciate you. You are a family. You're not just a guest. You are. Of good rookies family that's right you, always supporting you. us on socials everywhere like real talk mad respect mad love and yeah we'll definitely do another always. one with you for sure you know the, the vibe you know the things so <laughs> yeah you know the vibes that's right Again, congratulations <laughs> on the 50 look forward to the 100 man look forward to the 100 nice all right y'all that's it. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? It's Bobby Del Rio, uh, episode 49. I just want to shout out uh, good rookies. you about to drop episode 50. Uh, much love and respect. You guys are dope. Mm -hmm. Chris from episode 35. Good rookies, congratulations on 50 episodes. And here's to the next 50. Fahim, Nelly, behind the scenes, Jomo. You guys are doing outstanding work for the sports scene in Toronto and the culture. Congratulations and all the best. All right, so let's go to For the Culture. For the Culture, we like to highlight individuals that are for the culture. And today, we get to highlight Mr. Brooklyn Nets. Well, actually, hold on a second. Ho, 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 ho. Um, in football, what's, what's it called when you go to the line of scrimmage and you, you, uh, you change the play? What's it called? It starts with an audible? A. Audible. Audible. I think we have an audible coming up right now. An audible? What do you mean an audible? I have an audible <laughs> stepping in. Jomo. Omaha. 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 All right. All right. Hijack this for the culture right now. Yes. Remix. Ooh. Remix. Remix. How are we highlighting? What? Our, our, our for the culture highlight yes. is we, Nelly we're J. We're not going to go with Kaiway. We're going to talk about Janelle. What? LJ, that's right. What, she does what is going on? <laughs> y'all, I'm shocked right now, y'all. did this in advance, so, so this is how we're going to do this, right? I have to make sure I had good internet, you know, you see the house and everything's fine over at Alvin and Ting, you know? So we have to make sure we did this proper, right? Now, this is what you guys don't know. Like, yes, I'm the tech guy. Like, yes, I'm behind the scenes. Like, yes, I do the editing and stuff. But majority... Up until very, very recently and very, very long ago, Janelle handles, right? Making sure that this thing happens every week, you know, it might have started as a brain head amongst a whole bunch of people, but making sure it happens every week, that's Janelle. Plug. You know, making sure <laughs> that all your social media has the latest gossip, has the latest sports talk, has the latest culture, that's Janelle. So we wanted to make sure that for the 50th episode, that's right. We really tried our hardest to keep yeah. this thing organized, but truly, it's Janelle. That's so, right. Nelly J, wow. I want to ask you, you know, you, you're here 50 weeks, and this is just the 50 weeks of this iteration, right? Um, Fahim, you have to work with him. I already know he's a close friend of mine. I'm sorry for that. It is what it is. <laughs> um, but can you tell us or our listeners briefly some of the other things that you do just briefly outside of good rookies oh wow i do a lot y'all <laughs> i'm like okay <laughs> where do i start so um so i work of course in technology so i do sales and sales and i help design and strategize ways to increase revenue that's my day nine to five after hours good rookies after that, I'm heavy on Clubhouse, making a lot of connections and networking for our podcast. So I meet a lot of people in media and sports. I've met a few athletes just trying to really um, not only help us out on Good Rookies, but get our name out there, right? And really meet people that could help us out. Um, I also I do um, a side. So I am helping now uh, films. 
with their social media marketing. That's my latest project where I am helping them uh, try to get uh, more organic reach and help them increase revenue with social media strategies. So TikTok, you know, IG, Facebook, and you know, my, my latest. So I did one um, a, few, a few weeks ago going further really cool film um my latest one is the prince documentary which is coming out very soon and that's prince yes the prince yes guys purple rain all that and it's the documentary for him um about more of how he grew up and you know how he became who he became so it's interviews of amazing stars celebrities people he grew up with from his hometown and i get to run the social media marketing campaign and email marketing for that so yeah that's what i've been doing oh i also I'm involved in my church. I do, you know, I, I'm a choir assistant director. So, but you know, with COVID, we don't get to really perform. But yeah, I kind of do a lot of different things. So, yeah. <laughs> I think it would be a disservice to say, like, you're the hardest working woman in the podcast lane. Um, I'm going to go with like, you're the hardest person period working in a, a podcast lane for what you do for the podcast, just to make sure that we can stay afloat and keep it as a, you know, we've, we're 50 episodes deep and the stats will say that 40% of all podcasts do not make it past the seventh episode. Wow. So that in mind, we're at 50. So you've been doing this consistently every week. I'm talking socials. I'm talking posting. I'm talking editing. I'm talking like there's things that, you know, I, I think it's a great opportunity for me to really thank you for what you Aww. do because uh, we are a team. <laughs> um, and, you know, you, you've helped me out in ways that, um, I have things going on also with my life and you picked up some of my slack and said, Hey, you know what? Like I got you, bro. And, um, just so I'm, I really appreciate everything, uh, that you've done for the podcast mm -hmm. and off offline, just even regards to what you have going, the connection on clubhouse, you're killing it on clubhouse. Um, this may be our 50th episode. Um, but you, like you got a bright future and i think people need to know um even your your consciousness in regards to before the culture segment that's something that's like your baby of the of our of our podcast and just the commitment you do to even thinking about you know who's for the culture and how can we highlight them and um you just do an amazing job so this for the culture is all about you wow Thank you, Thanks, guys. Honestly, I will say with, without y'all, I wouldn't be me. And I think because we are like fam, I work hard for because I know how much it matters. And, you know, everyone goes through, you know, like for him, we got a baby girl. Like she's my, my niece, you know, so that's a huge thing. And I don't want to take away from that. That's why, you know, I try to get you to know, do my all. But it's all for y'all. Like real talk. I do it for all of us. Um, I put others before myself all the time, which is a good thing and a bad thing. But you know, I'm just happy that like the team that I'm with, which is you two, are like amazing men and amazing husbands and amazing like fathers, amazing uncles. Like you guys are role models for young men out there. So I'm just happy to have partners like y'all. Like we, we've heard some horror stories of people on podcasts and who they work with. And luckily we don't have that. So I'm just <laughs> very blessed that I get to work with you two. And you know, this is our passion project and who knows what will happen in the future. But I'm just honored that I that, that we that we kind of talked about this this vision of a podcast. And we I remember us going to meeting up on a Sunday, just brainstorming and yeah, I just I'm just so happy that we made 50 y'all. Like real talk. Like this is all of our win, all of us. But I'm very honored to be for the culture. I'm like, I'm just Janelle, <laughs> like I'm just Nelly, but Thank you. <laughs> roses, roses, roses. Roses, roses, roses. roses. Guys, y'all, they, <laughs> they surprised me, guys. They surprised me, y'all. I did not expect it. I, I had my notes for Kyrie, and y'all were like, Audible. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Audible. <laughs> and, and one last thing that I think that the, the viewers should know is, um, I'm pretty, pretty sure you don't mind me, me saying that uh, when there's a previous podcast we had, I, I was with uh, someone else. Uh, doing a podcast and I was thinking you know what like uh, Janelle 
she came to mind in regards to what she can bring to the table. And I remember Nellie J was not, I wouldn't say apprehensive, but just kind of like me, like, I don't know if I could do this. And you, you remember? I was, yes. Was, I was know, like, well, are you sure you want me? Like, I'm kind of like outspoken and kind of crazy sometimes, but you said, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But I, I saw, I saw the, poten I saw the potential in her and it, uh, this is, I think, um, really, ha I'm really happy to know that I saw the potential in you and to see what you've made of the opportunity and what you're making of future opportunities. Your future's bright and I love to see it. Thank you. And thank you for even thinking of a woman because, you know, most, most of the sport podcasts they never think about women, you know, to be partnered with, you know, and you were like, I want to work with a, with a woman, um, a, a woman of color, you know, a black woman. And you did that. And that's something that, you know, a lot of black women, we don't get the opportunity to do. So I do appreciate you, you know, thinking of me because I was very surprised. I'm like, you want me? Sure. Okay. <laughs> It's you or bus. If it wasn't you, then I don't know what would be. Yeah, you know. Oh, I love you guys. You're my family. Oh, you're the best. Uh, but again, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you. Um, you know, for everything you do for us, everything you do for our listeners, every you do everything you do for empowering other women, everything you do for empowering black men. Um talking about our stories, um, highlighting us, you know, letting us know when we're not doing the greatest and we can do better. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Uh, and being that person, because it's always genuine. It's always from the heart. And the best thing about it is our listeners get to benefit from that. And thank you for being here for us. Right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. So I guess I'm going to close out. That wasn't that absurd. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so shocked. Guys, I'm like All shocked. Right, Peace out. All right. Thank you again. That was for the culture. <laughs> yeah, you, could, you could close out the for the culture segment. Yeah, that was for the culture. On I was highlighted. Oh my gosh. I do everything for my people. Um, honestly, I don't even think about it. I just work. Like, I just work. Like, I don't even think mm -hmm. about the work, but I just work because I just want to empower people, help people, promote people. You know, because I, I think really we all can win. Like there's no one, no, no one, the cake is big enough for all of us. I truly believe that. So thanks guys. And now it's for the culture. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good rookies. 50 straight hitting that, that Giannis closeout vibes. Sherard Ward, episode three, nothing but love for good rookies. Nelly Jane Fahim. Hey y'all, what's up? My name is Benaj Igwe. I was a guest on episode three. Um, just want to say congrats on reaching your 50th episode. That is big. Uh, keep pushing and striving for greatness, y'all. Love. Just want to congratulate the Good Rookies team. Shout out Nelly J. That's my sister right there on your 50th episode. 50. You know what I always say? People get rewarded in public for what they've done in private for years. You guys have been grinding. Really proud of you. Keep up the good work. Go good rookies. So let's go to our last topic, which is that's absurd. That's absurd. Fahim, bro. What was absurd this week? What was absurd? So first off the top, I want to thank Andrew Miller for coming on the podcast today. So the absurd topic today is one of the retailers for Walmart has to lock up the LeBron James Space Jam action figures. I do the fact that people keep popping off their heads and taking it to platforms and trying to sell them, just mind you, just the bobble head itself, just the head itself, and selling it for obscene amounts. One is going for almost 15,000, they're putting bids on, 5,000, just for the LeBron James Space Jam head, absurd. Well, you know, Fahima, the King's crown is quite costly. And uh, Space Jam <laughs> being the uh, number one movie in the world. I'm not sure uh, if it is right now, but still a very popular movie. Uh, some people will be happy to, to get a piece uh, of the king, so to speak. Right. Uh, and, and come on, let's be honest here, guys. You guys are acting like you didn't cause any mischief at your local uh, neighborhood mall. You know, you've never stolen a, a tag off a sneaker or, uh, you know, maybe even uh, taken an extra gummy bear out of, uh, you know, the, the bulk barn. But this is 
this is just kids having fun, no? <laughs> well, they're having fun and they're making a lot of money, Andrew. What was that? Five thousand for him? Ten thousand? Yeah. That's that's a lot. Like at the end of the yep. day, um, it's absurd for sure. Uh, this is definitely a good upset topic for our 50th anniversary. And it just shows you that, you know, COVID was real. We're in a pandemic. It hasn't come out yet. And if people got to steal heads from Walmart to pay the rent, I, I, I ain't going to hit on it. I'm not going to, because <laughs> we've been absurd for the last year. How about that? How about that? <laughs> I looked into Michael Jordan's Space Jam uh, plush doll. This is, we're talking in the package, untouched, Michael Jordan's Space Jam, Toon Squad, $37. So that's quite an inflated number going from 40 bucks for Michael Jordan to 14000 for just ahead of LeBron James. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's absurd, y'all. <laughs> uh, Third. That's all I gotta say. And I'm sure LeBron fans are gonna be like, yeah, you see, LeBron LeBron bobbleheads got popped off, but Jordan's didn't. You know what I'm saying? Because the, these LeBron sexuals love to compare anything that LeBron does to Michael Jordan. It's crazy, y'all. It's real crazy. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can, I, can I talk about uh, you guys celebrating 50 episodes? Is now the perfect time to, to interject with that? Do you yeah, guys? so... I, Good rookies, congratulations on the 50th episode. Perfect time to get a drink and toast to you guys on your 50th. A lot of people never made it to 50 episodes. This is a perfect time to celebrate your success. Cheers to more success, more blessings, more episodes, more guests, to your own television show or whatever the future may hold. Cheers to you guys, to the good rookies. Thank you, Andrew. Hey, hey, hey. We appreciate you, brother. Thank Honestly, you. like you. you're like a day one, like legit from day one. Um, yeah. always been supportive, socials, like everywhere, brother. So, like, you know, we got your back. We're a family here. So thank you for the special shout out. Hey guys, awesome. the community. That's all I'm about. Real community stuff. We all gotta support each other. We gotta support other people doing great yeah. things. If you see someone doing something great, get behind them. Don't talk about them. Don't hate. Help them out. Like a post. It ain't cost you nothing, guys. Give them away. Just saying. And guys, uh, from what I noticed, every subscription is free. So it's not going to hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's right. Let me just ask this on the way out. Uh, has anyone here seen the new Space Jam at all? I haven't seen it yet, but I will. I, I, I will be seeing it. Right. You know, I, you? I, no, DJ. How about you? Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. Will I see it? Um, if, if I do, I probably won't pay for it. I'm not gonna say how. I'm not gonna say why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, but for real, y'all. I'm not going to the theater anytime soon. So, I'm sorry. Like to me, COVID is still real. Vaccine or no vaccine, COVID is still real. Okay, <laughs> that's just my thing. I I haven't seen it. I figure I'm just going to watch, I'm going to have a night where I watch the original with MJ and then watch the LeBron uh, updated version after. I don't want to compare the two, but I like to do things like that. I think of when, uh, when Creed came out. I, when I, Creed 2 came out, I want to watch Creed 1 just to get a refresher and then do Creed 2 after. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. I think a lot of us have done similar things. <laughs> so... But no, y'all, well, honestly, that's absurd. Stop taking the man them head, okay? Buy the whole thing. And if you can't, then, hey, survival mode, I guess. I ain't gonna judge nobody. <laughs> All right, so let's put this special episode 50 in the books. Ooh, ooh, y'all, you just watched the special episode, episode 50. 50. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Like, y'all, Jomo Fahimi did it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, of course, we're going to bring y'all 50 more. We thank you guys so much. And as you know, okay, we love to give our guests a chance to do a special shout-out. But this week, because it's our 50th episode, our past guests, they sent us their own shout-out. So enjoy. 
What's up, guys? Daniel here. Shout out to the Good Rookie Podcast. Uh, congrats on all the success you guys had. I was on season two premiere, uh, and it was a pleasure. So wishing you guys the best. Love from my end. Kevin Francis, DiversifiedU.com, episode 46 in the mix. Good rookies, good looking. Larger, bless up, big up, ton up, way up. What's up, good rookie? Shout out on your 50th episode. This is Chris from NBA on CH and Hoop Spaces on Twitter, episode 48. Here's the 50 more, guys. Good job. Hi, this is Dudley Campbell from episode 37 of Good Rookies with Fahim and Nelly J. Not absurd, episode 50. Nothing about blessings in your future, guys. Yes, 50 episodes, going for 50 like Giannis. Big up the Good Rookies podcast. Got to be the Great Rookies podcast. I'm Donovan Bennett. I was on 32, and hopefully I'll be on some more. Congrats.